started using the heavy drugs because that was when I saw it started to get 71 I okay. think 1971 and uh, so yeah yeah I think yeah. it was right methamphetamine meth cocaine, and coke and I guess stimulus. it painkillers it increased his paranoia and it made oh, everything yeah. that the we're 70s, talking about when worse. I was when I got introduced to the drug culture through b the bars I turned 18 in 73, started working in the bars in 74 in Memphis. And I think I've told you before, my very first tip was a couple of dollars with a pill on it. It's true. And that, that. that was a lunch. That was a lunch. Yeah. You know, I didn't know what that pill was. And I went up to my uh, one of the other waiters and I said, what is this? And he went, I'll tell you in a minute. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, and that was quite, that was the Quaalude time that wow. Elvis, you know, and, and uh, I mean, it, well, yeah. it was, it was all those drugs that he was doing were the popular drugs of the day right. Right. that if you were in that party crowd, that's what people were well, doing. Also, methamphetamine was regularly prescribed. That right. was, that, that nobody would have been like, he's, he's doing methamphetamine. Oh my God. Elvis was doing fucking methamphetamine. Oh, yeah, sure. He was doing methamphetamine and teaching karate. Did you ever see that shit? One of the funniest <laughs> things I ever fucking see. Yeah, right here. I'm fucking I'm right here. I'm going to take my hair. And he's all coked up and on methamphetamine. Like, Hilarious. And apparently, Jim Jones loved methamphetamine, and so did Hitler. Hitler loved methamphetamine. Sure. It empowers your ego. Uh, and I guess. it really, like a lot. Like, yep. Okay. Yeah. Invincible. Okay. Cocaine's the quickest way to become an asshole. I'm, I'm sorry. It's just the truth. I've heard you say that before. Yeah. I, I... <laughs> it's a dumb drug. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Well, it's it. You know, the thing I was going to say is, is that, of course, we can talk about the obvious Jim Jones stuff, which is just his history, and that he he got six hundred people to go down to Guyana. Sixty eight percent of them were black, by the way. Yeah. Uh, uh, most of these people were disenfranchised. Uh, uh, yeah. You know, it was one of those cults where, of course, like so many, it's the cookie cutter. You. You give over all everything to me, yeah. you know, because you would give over everything to Christ. Mm -hmm. You would give over everything to the Lord. Well, I am the the person for you. the yeah. way you get to them mm -hmm. is through, through me. me. You right. can't get there on your own. It's through me, you know. And so that way he has he has that group, and then of course you know it it it, it all. The reason that that obviously the mass murder happened and everything was was that he was getting ready to go down. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. He was going down. It was, it was, and he knew he was going down. He you knew. Know, they yeah. they'd figured his ass out. Yeah. And and they were coming to get him, and he killed them, and uh, and he he knew, and so it's like, well, I'm not just going to kill myself. I'll kill take everybody well, with me. One part that I thought was interesting is when he went down to Guyana. Everybody there was under the impression that they were gonna. Which, I, but this is a this is a dumb question. Before I get into this, did you're he call? At, you're good at dumb questions. <laughs> I'm almost brilliant at it. I know it. You're like a dumb question savant. <laughs> yeah, you are. I mean, I've been can meaning that, to tell you that for a long time. You're impressive. Can that be my new title? Yes, is, yes. is savant. <laughs> I'm no longer the host. Fuck that. No. I want to be the savant. Don't right. question. Give us, 
dumb question. Let's see where this one. Let's do it. Was it? Was it? Because this would be a hell of a coincidence. Okay. Did he call it Jonestown, or was it already called Jonestown before he moved there? Did he name it? I was like, wow, that's pretty cool. He landed in a place. Like I just thought, like, wow, like of all places, you know, what a coincidence. Jonestown. Yeah. Yeah, Guyana. I mean, it is a common name. Yeah, Jonestown. You know, I mean, there were probably a lot of Jonestowns around. It fed into his ego even more. He's like, this town was here. But they were all me. Everybody that went there, right? They're under the impression that they're going to be making a a utopia. Yes. They always use that word as utopia. Correct. Utopia. Which, from my experience in researching stuff about that, it's usually a horrible idea. But we can go into that later. But. One thing I did, you're talking about, you know, the mass or the mass suicide murder. Um, they used to do these things called, I, I believe it was called white ceremonies. White nights. White nights. White nights. Yeah, where he and regularly convince everybody there that they were drinking poison. Right. And then, like, you know, he was he would do it to see how strong his his fellowship was. Correct. People that were freaking out and didn't want to take it, he would spend extra time on them to make their faith stronger if you will mm. people that like openly accepted it or like he's like all right i got you you guys are in the you guys are in my command i got you right. you know so and he did it regularly like, like weekly he would do it right so now that's got to be really fucked up mentally to just would, every week you're like this could be my last week yeah he would go over the speaker and he would call alert 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 and then yeah. the community would come together with their armed guards with guns and crossbows and everything that they could yeah and they would go around the commune's commune con not the commune commune and uh, see what was going on they would do prayers they would chant they would sing yeah, it was yeah. like this whole like bonding experience and then at the end is when they would do the practice Kool-Aid yeah. scenario. And then when you wouldn't die, he wouldn't tell anybody until the moment you were supposed to die. And then he would be like, surprise. Yeah. You're good. Yeah, you're it's good. Fine. Don't worry. Yeah. Did, okay. did he drink yes. some too? Yeah. Yes. But he died of a gunshot wound. Yeah. Oh. No, no. Oh. But in, during the white night ceremonies, though, he, that's would, he would also them. drink it. Yeah. But yeah. that didn't have cyanide. No, he obviously. knew. He knew what was going on. Yeah. No. No. This turd was just screwing with everybody. Yeah. It's freaking. Yeah. And to cut ahead a little bit, one thing I also found interesting, his son, Jim Jones Jr., who was like heavily involved in basketball, he actually claims to this day that basketball saved his life because he happened, I think, during the mass suicide, he happened to be off the, out of the compound, and he was doing like some tournament. It was I like think. a tournament. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And his, when, after, when all that was going on, his dad called him and said, kill yourself. Uh, it's over. And he was like, no, like, I, we're, we're going to go to the finals. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like, <laughs> but also, Man, like, I got the finals. You know, but he's also saying, like, no, like, I don't agree with this at all. Like, there's got to be a better way. There is no other way. Kill yourself. And then his son, and I, I, I praise him for this, he was trying to communicate with the other leadership and the people of the church saying, like, don't listen to him. Like, forget him. He's he's dangerous, man. da da da, da. And then, so we keep talking about this mass suicide. Now, one thing I wanted to point out, and this was a, through the documentary I watched, mm -hmm. they said that uh, a lot of it wasn't suicide, which was dark. So when, on some of the, uh, the victims, they found that they had injection marks in their shoulders. So people that didn't want to take, that didn't want to drink the Kool-Aid, they were actually injected with cyanide. So there were syringes. Some kids were getting syringes yeah. in their mouths. Some parents were getting, like you were saying, yeah. shots. Because mm. people were watching other people die, and yeah. they're like, I don't want to, I don't want to do that. No. And then when they would get forced to, I guess some people would walk around like in a trance. 
right yeah. before the effects of the cyanide would happen. And I guess, I don't know if it was the FBI or the CIA, but they, um, uh, he called this a revolutionary suicide, by the way. Yeah. Um, but they have a recording of the, the actual. It's a 44 yeah. Minute yeah, yeah. Recording. I remember that. Tape. Yeah. Yeah, I remember and that. Did you listen to it? No. Yeah, it's, it, did it, you? back in the day, yeah, everybody I, heard that. That was something that was, you know, kind of commonly, uh, yeah. uh, you know, I think, I mean, it because you'd never heard anything like it. Right. So it's you know, just screams and outside of a gurgles war and, you know. situation. So it's just them all dying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's hor- it's horrific. What I thought was interesting is like, right? He technically wasn't lying to his followers when he said that the government was coming for them. No, and the government yeah. was coming to take all of them that away. He wasn't lying to them. Um, but I'm I, I'm just not with the way that he <laughs> well decided look, to because what know. happened was a, a congressman flew down there, right? Right. Yeah. And Con- he was trying killed. to convince him to let those people go, right? Right. Like, Leo Ryan. They were, he was coming down to investigate. Yes. Because they've what, been told things. Because he, he had, had gotten back to him that this guy that Jones was uh, abusing mm-hmm. the the people down there and that there were people that wanted, wanted to, to leave, leave. Yes. and he was not he was they were they being, were kidnapped yeah. they were being yes. imprisoned they were, held they, they against were slaves. Will. he was they had a, it was somewhat allowed to do this because they, a lot of them were American citizens is that correct so yes yes because it was an American congressman that flew down there right All yes. right so Leo Ryan was his name he yeah. flew down with an NBC camera crew right. and uh, f- several reporters for a couple different newspapers and they were like on a it's called a fact finding mission right to uh, investigate the allegations of human rights abuse right. so the rape of men the abuse of women and children um, and get to down get down to business to see what was happening so um and they were all and they were all killed right? they were all killed yeah, yeah. And at the airport, I believe. Yeah. Uh, not all of them. Well, no, some of them ran into the woods. The woods. Yeah. Oh, okay. yeah. um, but Those are the survivors. The, the congressman, he was killed, uh, and yes. it was Jim Jones who told his armed guards that these people were here. It was going into the conspiracy that he was telling his followers that the government was coming to take all their people and yeah. whatever, and this was like the first step, and I guess this was also like the straw that broke the camel's back to start the revolutionary suicide and put right. it into place them leaving and then they went and the guards went and killed everybody or mostly everybody on the, in the on the plane on yeah. the plane yeah, yeah. people ran away and then when the guards came back the suicide had started yeah. and they then started participating right in that uh crazy kool-aid party yeah because jones obviously again smart smart guy smart as hell. you know how he's manipulated everybody the 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 uh, trial uh, mass suicide you, you know preparing mm-hmm. for he he already had to have a pretty good idea that the 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 jig was up yeah <laughs> you know and that there was a good chance that well he, he also gonna, just killed a fucking congressman like well right. i would say even yeah. before that oh. because he was doing these mock you know mm-hmm. uh, uh mass suicide things to to get everybody prepared so that if he needed to do it, you right. know. Oh, he knew this wasn't a long-lasting plan. There was no way he could go on his whole life with being this this working out. I mean, well, you know, he had to was, have been aware. You know, he at the time at the time when uh, they figured that when he got to Guyana to establish the Don't settlement stop. there, that he had 
approximately $10 million because right. oh, wow. he started, he owned properties and the church did. Right. It was all owned by the church. Mm -hmm. So he started selling off everything to just get the money but because so that, you know, I mean, uh, uh, I think he was told that he couldn't handle by his own people that financially he couldn't handle more than 400 people over a period of time. And really 200 would have been a good number. And he insisted on taking many more than that and yeah, that this, that, and the other. But, yeah. And they were talking about how $10 million then uh, compared to now, now that would be about $42 million. Oh, okay. So, I mean, he, he had some substantial funds, and you, especially in a in a very poor country. Mm -hmm. yeah, money went know, far. Yes, absolutely. You know, to be a little king down there. Mm -hmm. yeah. And, and I, I think he thought he would do that. I, th I think he thought he would get down there with the money that he had and with his core group of followers that he could build on that, mm -hmm. you know. And he would be somewhere where he could pay off the government, you know, do what he did with politics here, right? Same kind of thing, and and maybe become a dictator, you know, rise. But it quickly unraveled. You know? Like you said, though, the CIA was tapped into him. Oh yeah, because they were also constantly worried about this kind of stuff. Um, yeah. You know, with Pablo Escobar. With they were they were monitoring all of these kinds of people. They didn't want another another Hitler. They didn't want another possible enemy, especially on this side of the world. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. he was right. They were onto him. But who knows if they were gonna like come in and like you know? I think they were just after him. You know what I mean? Yeah. It didn't seem like they were after any. Maybe like some of his his upper leadership his right too. Right hand men. Right. Right. But, yeah. right. but well, it seemed like it. I mean, it seemed like from what I remember and read is is that. They just, the, the thing was, are there people down there that are being held against their will? Right. And if there are, we need to go down there and, get them and out. allow yeah. them to yeah. leave. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, I, and I think that's exactly what they would have done. They would have gone down there. And <clears throat> if he had a said, the senator, I think if he, the senator had showed up and walked in with the camera crew and everybody and said, we believe you're holding people against their will. And, and he goes, hey, everybody, come on down. Anybody who wants to leave with these guys right here, you're welcome to go. Take off. Go right now, you know, and, and go. And, uh, and you know, whoever no wanted way, to though. could. Uh, but I, that was, I mean, you know, he could have gone that way. He could have, yeah. He could have. Well, his ego wouldn't have did, Didn't he do that because... They all died on the planes, like they shot them up on the airstrip when yeah. they were ready That's to true. take off. So know. they were on their way. They were they were ready to get on the planes and go. That's where the news. No, they they fled Jonestown to the airport. Wait, 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 wait. I they were they were scared for their lives while they were in Jonestown because he was being very threatening to them. But they didn't get shot up until they got to the airstrip. Yeah, so they they actually they sent fled the, to the, the brigade. Well, After the them. NBC, the, new, the reporters, and did, the did they take any other people with? Nope, them? they just tried to get out of there because right. they they at that point they became aware that they're they're very much in danger. Yeah, and he he followed them to the airport, and they were trying to get on the plane. They were they were trying to like they rush were, out. They of there. were on the plane. Well, I mean, they were trying to like take off uh -huh. and get the fuck out of there. And there's actually footage 
uh, the cameraman who kept the camera yeah, rolling yeah, of, this, of a guy getting out of the car and just shooting into the plane indiscriminately. Didn't even know who he was going to hit. Right. So like yeah. they were they were like, no, no, like you're not. It's like 15 because seconds. In, to your point, in his mind, he was like, the jig is up. If we, we can't let them leave because right. they're going to go back and then send down authorities to come yeah, and get us. Exactly. And then okay. he shot them and killed them. It says right here, uh, Ryan. So Leo Ryan delegated uh, delegation left hurriedly the afternoon of November 18th after Ryan narrowly avoided being stabbed by Temple member Don Sly. Yeah, it's kind of a cool name, actually. Sorry, uh, Ryan and his de- that's a cool ass name. <laughs> Can't be his real name. No, there's no way. No, that's a fake name. It's a st- that's totally a pimp name. Yes, right. And Ryan and it's his delegation name. managed. <laughs> <laughs> Don Sly. Don Sly. <laughs> they managed to take along 15 temple members who expressed a desire to leave, and Jones made no attempt to prevent their departure at the time. Okay, so, so they did. So yeah, they did then take. he... Well, he tried to stab him. That's why he's like, we get the fuck out of here. <laughs> yeah, that's a good reason to yeah, leave. Yeah, these people are crazy. The host yeah. is stabbing you. And not you even Jim Jones. Out. Some random dude tried to stab him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and then I guess he announced to everybody that that was happening, they were leaving, and that's when... They were boarding the plane, and the brigade came and started shooting at them. So, um, the thing that I watched, one of the survivors, he was a, he was a kid at the time, mm-hmm. and this this speaks to how powerful this cult really was, like, as far as uh, uh, their influence, right? So before he was actually on the plane, he was the kid, and his sister are the ones that ran into the woods. Okay, okay, or the the jungle, I should say. It's not even the woods. Yeah, the it's totally jungle. a jungle. So it's amazing that they even survived in there, but. Right. One thing I thought, they had they had actually tried to escape uh, months before this event happened, and uh, they found them, brought them back in, and just brutally abused the shit out of them for escaping and showing an example of like this is what happens if you try to leave here. So one hundred percent, he was holding people there captive. Um, the kid's own mother is heard on a recording saying that they should be executed. I will do it for for oh you if you want. Gosh. So his own mother was saying, "Kill them, kill kill my son. I'll kill him for for you." And it's like that's how much influence. You know what I mean? Well, that goes She's, to the one of the last stories of one of the last ladies who was there when the police came, and yeah. she was there with her children, and yeah, she yeah. killed her three kids. Yes, that seemed maybe that was just the mindset in that 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 group. That is a whole. It's so much influence, so much power over people. I mean, really. It's scary. That is right. scary. Right. Well, you know, you're you're amassing that kind of person who, you know, same way Manson did, same mm-hmm. way any of these cults mm-hmm. do. Yeah, yeah. These people that are just whether they're rich, poor, or indifferent, they're they're lost. Yeah. They're they're lost. Yeah. They're just lost. And they're just looking for something to to uh to attach themselves to. Mm-hmm. And, and uh that, that will just take care of them. I think yeah. is yeah. is, uh, is uh, in in the beginning, and you, when you think about the whole mindset of the hippie movement, was uh, uh, communal communism. You know, not you know we think of communism as you know Stalin, USSR, right. Yeah. Right. as commun that, and that's not really it. <laughs> not really, no. you know what I mean? Because true communism, everybody has the same, yeah. right? Everybody. True communism would be a utopian, Christ-like, you know, uh, environment where everybody has the same. Every, no one's right. richer. No one's poor. Right. We all 
just share in a beautiful life and and you know and, and that's that was the whole uh, kind of mission of, uh, of of the hippie movement in its essence it, it never works ever because it just doesn't because there's always going to be the leaders and the leaders are always going to take more and there's well, always they always take, are no, it, yeah unless it's Gandhi maybe but I mean no, it won't <laughs> you know it won't I mean? ever work because of one simple flaw it's a, a, the equality of outcome it's impossible you can't like like two two people working next to each other one person will outproduce the next person and what happens when that happens like that the one person's doing way more work than the other person correct it's, it's just it never works you can't have a quality of outcome you can have a quality of a start you can have a, the same base level you can right. everybody can have the same opportunity at the beginning right. but people are going to be better than, than their exactly the right. next and that's and, probably uh, my understanding uh, was the reason for the fall of the ussr yeah was that people lost incentive Mm -hmm. Well, once you once you're not rewarded yeah. for your then extra the work, then mm -hmm. what's the point? Why work harder? You yeah, know, right. I mean, it's like why innovate? Yeah, why exactly change? Exactly right. right. Yeah. You know, as far as that. But the thing about it is, uh, uh, in history, historically, you're exactly right. It doesn't work because of that. Yeah. But there was a lot of people at that point in time in this country, especially, mm -hmm. and maybe I would say in the northern hemisphere, that believed it could be. Yes, believed that there that it could happen, mm -hmm. and then you have a guy like Jim Jones that takes advantage of that. Right, yeah. you know, right. takes total advantage of it, and uh, and and then it just becomes a, a horror story, you know. But but again, we let a child fall. You let a child fall through the cracks. Yeah, right. you know, they'll come back and bite you in yeah, the ass. Come back Look what and could bite happen. you in the ass. Yes, mm -hmm. they will. That, that's that's what the question I wanted to ask to summarize mm -hmm. this episode up is like how do we avoid a Jim Jones like I, and I I think we've covered in past episodes you have to you have to have better quality of living for children yes yeah I mean really yes. right that's attacking at the root of the problem right yes. yes I don't I can't think of anything else does anybody else have an idea of how I like I talk about this with a couple of my friends a lot where we talk about how it seems like a lot of things in my generation could be avoided as far as like kind of what we go through now if um, kids had an individual around them to help address emotions of confusion fear anger mm -hmm. solitude and not necessarily subdue it but help normalize it and give you a roadmap or at least some steps on how to walk through it because I found like an individual who can't process their emotions is an individual who is unstable and who is yeah. then going to seek some type of either source of power or some type of comfort, some type of something mm -hmm. to kind of cover up the wounds of the inner child. And I think it all boils down to being able to maintain that inner child and take care of that inner child from the get-go. And as you're going through life's regular ebbs and flows and some people have something harder than others, if you have someone there who's able to, or multiple people there, a community, a family, yeah. a theater aspect, a yeah. school, a teacher, yeah. right. someone there mm -hmm. who's able to go, I know you're going through this, I see you. Mm -hmm. Um, you're not alone, and there are ways 
ways that you can get through this and still be okay. Like that voice is important because yeah. there, I don't know if it's realistic. You can't solve all the world's problems. You can't solve all of them by like everybody gets security. Everybody gets world. Hung- uh, we solve world hunger immediately, but maybe we can solve it with compassion early on. Well, there, uh, you know, from what I understand, one, there's plenty of food to feed everybody in yeah. the world. Has, More than enough. Has been for a long time. Yep. Uh, How much you got to throw away? But, well, the problem is, is that you've got too many, you've got too many leaderships that don't want that food to get to those. Okay. Uh, they, so they, they really don't. They don't really don't. Yeah. You know, you go into a lot of countries, and when when uh, when food gets delivered, well, anything gets delivered to go to the people who are Need in it. poverty. Well. More than half of that stuff is going to get taken by the the upper five percent. Mm-hmm. It's just going to take it, you know, and and that's just the way it works. Yeah. Um, it, it's it, because they don't they don't give a shit about them. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's that attitude. I got I got mine. You know, fuck them, and you know, and I think that that carries on. I mean, my my buddy that I was told you about earlier, he was in the foster care system, and you hear this lot in the foster care system. They go, kids that go, once, you're, once you hit about the third or fourth family, you quit unpacking your bags. Yeah. You yeah. quit unpacking your bags. You don't put your stuff in, 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 the, in the drawers. Mm-hmm. No. It, it, that's just, it's like, it's like, it's like it, it, if the first three people you fell in love with all cheated on you, mm-hmm. you know, and you then you go, assume. well, I'm not going to do that anymore. Yep. And, and so... He told me, he said, I would have been, you know what would have been better for me? An orphanage would have been better if it was a place where you were treated fairly and it was safe and it was comfortable and everybody was nice. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, it was a, it was that. He said, because at least that would have been consistent. Mm -hmm. I would have had consistency, you know, instead of, oh, well, what the fuck now, Mm -hmm. you know? And so it, it really, uh, you know, I mean, you know, I think, I think uh, to me, the answer to that, uh, uh, as best as I can come up with, uh, let's just say in, in this country, which is still probably the best of, uh, or, or as good as any, anybody does it yeah. uh, as far as human rights and that sort of thing. Um, you know, if, if you had a situation where we have a public school system, well, the public school system catches all children because you have to go to, mm-hmm. you're supposed to have to go unless your parents want to homeschool you, mm-hmm. yeah. you know. But you figure any kid that is in a situation for the most part where the parents don't, you know, don't want to take care of them, they want them in school. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. the school is a place, at least for a big chunk of the day, mm-hmm. to where they, they're gone right. and they're fed and they, they don't have to fucking fuck mm-hmm. with it at all. You know what I mean? And so if, if you really, if you took the public school system and we felt like, okay, we want to catch every kid, and you go, for any kid that needs it, they can be dropped off at 7 o'clock in the morning and picked up at Five. seven o'clock mm-hmm. at night, and and if you know, and and there's a program for them to be in the whole time. And if it ended up that through that program, you 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 identify a kid that you go, 
that that going home ain't good mm-hmm. okay that's like not good then you do everything you can to get that kid into an orphanage some place where they can go for the night yeah. that is humane and safe and kind yeah. You know, so that mm-hmm. they are they are in a consistent, kind area where they're shown love. And, I mean, I think that probably, I think you can probably back up uh, uh, a huge percentage of the ills of the world to child abuse. I think you can. I, think, I, so. I, I really believe that. And, and, uh, and But it, it's, it, I think there's, a, there's the... From what I see on the other end is that would be tremendously expensive. We're taking care of people who, you know, why should I have to take care of that person? I take care of my own family. Right, why right. should I have to take care of some kid that that I don't know? And 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 it's a kid that probably should have never been born because. Why did that person even have a kid? Right. You know the irresponsibility the of, of that person. You know it's that rap. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know that, that's that a common mindset there, for know, sure. Kind of a thing. And, and and whenever I hear somebody spouting that rap, I go here. I go. I I don't disagree with any of that. But the pro, but the problem with that school of thinking is the that kid didn't do a damn <laughs> didn't thing. do anything. Right. The kid arrived here. Uh, without any say so, right? And they're here, and they are innocent. They are an innocent little child, and don't. I mean, it just seems like that as a as a human species, you would feel like, oh, it's it's our we're Jewish. duty. It's our obligation to take care of a child of a of a. Of a vulnerable, yeah, wayward, innocent, child. innocent child, and at least get them, you know, to adulthood, you know, with with a chance there's, to to be okay. There but is a saying but that for says, the most part, we don't do that. We so do it a lot. Don't get me wrong. We do it a lot. There's a lot of agencies mm-hmm. out there doing it. There's mm-hmm. a lot of individuals out there doing it, but. Man, well, there's too, still too many kids falling through the cracks. Jim Jones is one of them. Charles Manson is mm-hmm. one of them. You think it's like a psychology you know? issue, though? Of like, like I think what you just said, the the rap that you were talking about, you hear a lot. Yeah. Like, you think that's tribalistic to go like, yeah. it's my family, my family first. Sure. I, I was going to bring that up, actually. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, sure. One of my favorite, not to get too far, but one of my favorite uh, bits was um, oh, God, the guy from Texas. I can't think of his name. Uh, he died of stomach cancer. Uh, Ron, not Ron Shock, not uh, uh, very famous. Um, Callen. God, I can't think of his name. Um, Texas comedians. Yeah, Houston. Not Kennison. No, Houston. What is it? Uh, Houston. Fucking, we know him. Uh, uh, his name just slips me right now. It's not Callen. You're thinking of is it? No. I'm sitting here. Bill Hicks. Bill Hicks, yeah. Bill Hicks. Bill Hicks. Bill Hicks. God I damn thought it. About it. We're yes, terrible. Yes, yes, yes. Ron Shock and him were best friends. I yeah, mean, exactly. I, I can... But he talks about when he discovers mushrooms and he eats mushrooms. And, right. you know, I'm not going to butcher the bit, but, like, he talks about how he finds out the, the universe is interconnected. And, of course, they're going to make this shit illegal because why the fuck would you point a gun at another human being once you find out 
that we're all part of the, we're all we're all each other you know what i mean mm-hmm. right so it's like uh, maybe my point is i think if we maybe in the future we can develop a way away from that where it's like it's it's not just your family versus the world it's it's the whole species versus the universe that's trying to kill us every fucking day do you know what I mean? You hope it Where, goes that way. You hope I mean, so, right? You would hope so as I we hope evolve. So. I hope that people maybe start seeing life as a responsibility to each other. Yeah. Rather than it's all about me. Like you're responsible for yourself, but you are responsible for making the space around you better as well. Yeah. Well, when you do that, you make everything better. Exactly. You know, you make your own life better. Exactly. You know, instead. But, but then again, you know, where does that come from? Uh, someone that just wants to protect themselves and mm-hmm. their own, you know. But that's the way it's mostly been done, and and, uh, and and I think we're getting better at it. Absolutely, I do. I think we're getting better at we're it. Heading in the I right mean, direction. we still we still have we still have people that we still have kids that pop up and you know uh, with guns and shoot mm-hmm. a whole bunch of people. This and then we find out that we look every time one of those Stop. happen i go can't wait to find out about their background because oh i guarantee you yeah it's not good mm-hmm. it's not good yeah and uh there there's something in there that that there were problems and uh and they just weren't they weren't addressed and not i won't say in all cases mm-hmm. but in in most you know but yeah yeah these uh uh i don't know that that's just i think that's how we fix it well it it it, it yeah, I mean, I, I think that if you're you're talking about when we when we find out about these these leaders that somehow uh, tap on to a a, a a kind of a, a culture a culture of of, of thought or something mm-hmm. that is happening within within a big mass of people a large mass of people and they're very charismatic. And they will say whatever they need to say. They, you know what I mean, to bring to suck mm-hmm. those people. They'll tell them exactly what they want to hear, you know, mm-hmm. and uh, and and do that, and then do that with with all not with not with a uh, not with a um, you know uh, uh, I guess a, a some an intent to do good. There's ne- there were not with that intent. No, right. you know they're not, they weren't Gandhi. Right. They 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 weren't Martin Luther King. Right. They weren't those kinds of people. Mm-hmm. They they weren't uh, uh, Mandela. Mm-hmm. They they are self-serving mm-hmm. and they see a vulnerable, uh, uh, you know, uh, pop- mm-hmm. population, yeah. a target, and they and they and they start to realize that I can gain control over uh, a lot of these people mm-hmm. and uh, and have a lot uh, and have a lot of fun <laughs> you know I mean oh, yeah. as far as they're concerned I bet mm-hmm. yeah I bet. yeah you know but uh, again as we back it up we go where does that come from and so far and this might be interesting in the future can we find a someone who did that who came from a wonderful background nurturing, loving background you could argue that that person you could argue the columbine shooters were like that they uh not to get too far off the beaten path here but arguably they had a really good decent life uh upbringing Uh and also they weren't bullied that was a false reporting were they bullied by their parents nope they were 
They one yeah. was one was a clinical psych psychopath, like yeah. so one hundred textbook nature. psychopath, and one was mentally challenged. Okay, right. And they had a decent upbringing, you know, middle class, um, but they weren't bullied. That yeah. was that was a big that was I wouldn't say I wouldn't call it a lie because that was, that was like the intent of lying. But the the media misreported that Common story. Misconception. And it's yeah. called it actually has led to a thing called the Columbine effect, which is this thing that it rolled out where a lot of the, the school shootings that have happened since then mm -hmm. have been because it's these bully it's these bully kids taking control, grabbing their dad's gun and killing their their uh, offenders and it's like the Columbine that was not like that, that story at all. They were the trench coat mafia. They were bullies. They were mean they were to, to kids. kids. They were they were not good kids, and they were in the woods just shooting guns all the fucking time. Right. And one was a clear psychopath, and he wanted to kill people. And the other one was a was mentally challenged, and that was his leader. That was his guy. There you go. So yeah, that's a that's yeah. a that's a good example of that. So but mental illness. Mental illness yeah. and mm -hmm. psychopath. Yeah. Yeah. Mental yeah. illness. So it really and, does. And, hey, that's gonna happen. Yeah. Yeah. They're, they're, that's it. You're gonna you're gonna get some of that no matter what you do. Right. You yeah. know that that. But you could certainly quell this a lot. I think. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know. I guess that's why I mean it, the time timeless argument nurture versus nature. What really like creates like a serial killer? What creates a cult leader? What creates all these monsters? Both though. That's a weird. It part. has to be a mix of both. I guess. It, sometimes it's just both like individually mutually exclusive. Like yeah. it's it's nature and then sometimes, sometimes it is nurture. It's nurture. You know? Oh, the but lack of. It's a yeah, the yeah. lack of nurture. It's like what is it? A point or three percent of the population are are have psychopathic tendencies, and not all not all psychopaths are bad. By the mm -hmm. way, that's another thing I learned. They're not just because you're a psychopath doesn't mean you're gonna kill people. Right, that's right. true. It means that you don't have it regular. Means you emotions. want to. Yeah, you might want to kill a few. It people. doesn't even mean that. You might just have psychopathic tendencies, which are like they don't all involve killing. Yeah, you just might not have much empathy. Mine do. Yeah. Yeah. Mine do. Which probably a lot. Which I think a lot of those that type of personality can become uh, extremely successful. Yes. Lack of empathy. Yeah. Because yeah. they're just you know, straight through. Right. Straight right. through. You don't worry about right. it. Just yeah. get to the goal. You mm -hmm. know. Whatever. All right, guys. Man. That was a good episode. Again. I like that good. one. Jonestown. We tried. We got a couple giggles out of it. Yeah. <laughs> Don funny. Sly. I can't get over that. I still want to know if he named it Jonestown or if he just <laughs> landed in Jonestown. Because I still think that's interesting. But uh, either way, go to our uh, Instagram, McCurdy's Comedy Official. And then check out our link tree in this description right at the bottom here. And uh, come see a world-famous comedy show, right? we got a lot of good comics coming up this oh, summer. Man. Amazing. As always. Yeah, man. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll see you next time, guys. We love you. Good night. Mwah. <laughs>